1: Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 4 through 10. First, let us prepare our hearts to hear God's word. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. The word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born. I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever.
0: So last week we saw the disciples drop their nets at the drop of a hat when Jesus said, come and follow me. And we learned that as Christian people, we all share a basic calling. And that basic calling is, to put it simply, to be Christian. To let our faith shape every circumstance, every task, every relationship, every choice. We can't, we can't uh, take our spirituality and relegate it to some siloed sanctuary. No, it is to influence the whole of our lives. But this week, we read of Jeremiah's call story, and Jeremiah is called to a particular job, to be a prophet. It's a job that almost no one ever wants, but Jeremiah is called to it. So do you think God calls you to particular jobs? If if you work in IT or in banking, if you're a student or you manage people, is that because God has called you to that particular work? Maybe, maybe. Our tradition teaches us that any work, any work that, that is done with care and is good for the community is holy work. But calling is complex. Uh, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a church musician. I wanted to be Will Brightsprock. I wanted to direct the choir. I, I, I went to college on a music scholarship. And at the end of my freshman year, my dad said, "Tom, you love music, and that's great. I love music," he said. "But you have a habit that is going to make a vocation in music impossible. I'm afraid." I was confused. I have a habit. He said, yes, you like to eat and you're not good enough a musician to both do music and eat. I recommend you decide which one you prefer. He was right about that, something I've never admitted until right now. Music was my passion, but it wasn't my gift. When people talk about finding their calling these days, often Often I think they're talking about finding their passion, finding something that brings them to life, and that's a good thing. It's the way Frederick Beekner understands calling. Beekner says, your calling is that place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. I love that. It's beautiful. The, the place where your deep gladness, and the world's deep hunger meet. I do love it. I just don't think it's right. There's certainly no deep gladness in the call of Jeremiah. As a matter of fact, he didn't want to do the job at all. You see, calling is not always about what the world gives to us. It's more about what the world needs from us. So, how do we know? Well, we know this. We trust this. If God calls you to something, God gives you the gifts to do it. And just a casual look at human beings, we see that God has given a variety of gifts to a variety of people for a variety of purposes. I think God calls auto mechanics and IT professionals, grocery store clerks and Students and school teachers and business managers. Any work that is done with care and is good for the community is holy work. But calling is not just about the what that we do. It's how and why. If I understand the text, the call of God is to always do whatever it is we do to do it for the good of the larger community. Jeremiah knew he was called. It wasn't his passion, but he knew it was his responsibility to the community. It's not work he wanted to do. At one point he complains. He says, God, you have made me a laughing stock. Even my closest friends are waiting for me to stumble. I get to the point, I say, forget it. I just won't do it anymore. And then he says, but then your call is like a fire shut up in my bones and I am exhausted from trying to hold it in. He just can't help himself. Sometimes calling is something we just can't turn away from. We just have to do it. September of 2018, a sophomore in high school with Asperger syndrome, skipped school. She sat next to a sign that said school strike for climate. Within 12 months, she had addressed heads of state at the UN. She had sat with the Pope. She had challenged presidents. She had inspired 4 million people for the global strike Uh, For climate in September of 2019, and she was named the Time Magazine Person of the Year for 2019. Like a Swedish Rosa Parks, Greta Thunberg refused to accept business as usual. Now, I have no idea if she is a person of faith, but she knows she's called. It's like a fire shut up in her bones and she cannot help but do it. You know what that is like. You respond to calls in your life all the time. Now Time Magazine is not going to write about you or me, but you are doing what God calls you to do. That's why for some of you, you're going to contribute money to make sure we get those solar panels down on the Manili Center. Because that's what we need to do. It's our part to do to take care of God's earth. And That's why folks in Ivanhoe, many of them students, they know a village church because for over two decades, you refuse to leave. You keep showing up to offer help and care where we can. That's why they know a village in Kenya and in the Dominican Republic, in Haiti, and at the U.S. border, because for some of you, it's like a fire shut up in your bones. You, You have to be in relationship and service in these ways. It's why the hungry in this community have learned that this is a place of help. It's why youth in this community have learned this is a place of welcome and of love. It's why young adults have learned you, you come and, and grow in your faith here, not to become like us, but just to know that you are loved by God as you are. I could go on, I could go on, but you know what it is that happens in your life that you just must do. It might mean being the best grandparent you know how to be right now, being the best teacher you know how to be. Maybe God is calling you in this season to pay particular attention to your marriage. All of these can be calls from God. It doesn't have to be big, but God is calling you all the time. Is it your passion? Maybe. Is it your responsibility? Always. Is it what the world needs from us? Of course. And like a fire shut up in your bones, it's a particular work, a particular way of engaging the world that God is calling you to. Trust in that. That is God's call for you.